Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of the Denalysis Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and as always, I'm joined by the ever-present Natalie. Uh, now we're on the home stretch of the season, and today is all about navigating the newly announced double game weeks. Looking back at the relative trash fire of game week 31 has got me personally quite worried about said game weeks, but we'll look to cover these in as balanced a way as possible. Uh, I want to remind you that if you do enjoy our podcast, we'd love it if you could take a a moment to drop us a five-star rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at The Denalysis, particularly if you have any questions you want to ask us on the pod. So let's get into a quick recap on Game Week 31. Both of us used our free hits, and I think it's fair to say that free hit 31 was a Fairly unmitigated disaster. No, I don't agree. I was about to say slightly less disastrous on your side. How do you feel about your free hit decision and what went well for you? Like, as if you scored average or above, I think whatever decision you made to do with your team in 31 is was warranted. Um, people losing their shit about, oh no, I shouldn't have used my free hit. Well, then what else were you going to do? Spend three weeks waiting for your, like preparing your team for 31 having it be shit for then four weeks in a row no you weren't it wasn't a good idea it was better to do it how you did it and then just move on with your life so uh, what was your score overall in the end 45 45 and I think I finished on, I, you know, I haven't even looked at my team. I just had to get mine up just then yeah. as I was complaining. <laughs> so I, I think the big difference between you and me was you had Mane captain, right? Yeah. All and I you had Mane. Was, all I did was captain Mane. Yeah. And had Tielemans got an assist. That's it. That's literally yeah. all I did. So I guess the thing is that the question is always like, would you do it again? I definitely would, like looking at these fixtures and much like your wild cards and uh, not so much the bench boost, but this is something you can only say whether you made the right or wrong decision in hindsight. And it very much depends on the semantics of what you consider a right or wrong decision. Um, I'm a little bit gutted because I went back on myself. I ended up bringing in Hazard, uh, going through the, the basically obvious players so Hazard Vardy I had Mohamed Salah captain I didn't go for Mane he was the one obvious guy I didn't go for because I went for a, a double up with Robertson and Van Dijk and Van Dijk went on to make an error that led to a, a ridiculous goal so that was disappointing but I think when you look at the fixtures you know Chelsea had a good fixture Everton had been misfiring um Newcastle had been on good form and I had Almiron on the bench I had Wes Morgan third on my bench Obviously, he was never going to play him. He didn't even start, but he came off the bench and scored a, a 93rd minute goal or something. I didn't realise he didn't start. No, so um, Maguire got sent off in the first three oh, minutes, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was, uh, it was kind of funny because like there was no way I was ever going to put him in my team. Mm. But it felt very like game week 31 for me to have him sitting there and not getting many points. I did have Kepa though, and... That kind of went about as well as it possibly could have for me with Chelsea, a team who are Arsenal's top six, uh, sorry, top four rival, losing the game, but also my goalkeeper getting 11 points out of it. So that kind of saved me a little bit and, and brought me up to 37. But I was quite disappointed. Like the thing for me was I didn't go for Dwight McNeil, who was one of the players, 
probably in about week 24 or 25, I decided, like, I can't wait for the free hit because I'm going to get McNeil in my team. I, d- I don't want to commit to him because I don't want to commit to Burnley, but that is a week that I'm definitely going to bring him in. Obviously, I didn't, and he scored a goal, and I was happy for him getting his goal, but I went for Hazard instead, and Hazard did nothing. So it was one of those weeks where the Renegades option would have worked, but at the end of the day, it's kind of a, a game of chance and, and luck sometimes, and this wasn't the luckiest week, but I would look at this and then look at game week 32 and think you could use it in 32 and something just as awful could happen. Mm. While there are more chances potentially for for your players to pick up points, there's also no guarantee that a lot of these these guys will start both games. So yeah. really, we want to look forward to navigating game weeks 32 to 35 in a number of different ways because you may you may have a, a wild card that you can use you may be free hitting this week you may have no trips left whatsoever and just kind of trying to get through the best you can so we're going to try and look at sort of the the teams that are good to go for i, I think it's worth focusing on just who are the best teams in these weeks so there are a number of teams that have two double game weeks man city being one of them and Man City are probably the most exciting team at the moment for uh, Game Week 32 because their two fixtures are against Fulham and Cardiff. And with Man City on pretty hot form, you surely have to have a triple up on these guys. What are your thoughts on, on Man City overall? Um, Do you think it's an absolute necessity to have three of them? No. Well, it depends what you're doing. What are we talking hmm. about? What? Uh... So let's say, let's start with like, if you're free hitting Game Week 32... Man City, where do you go? Okay, so if you're free-hitting, then I think you can afford to have three. Hmm. You want Sterling, right? Oh, absolutely. Just scored a hat-trick for England um, and just seems to be on really, really hot form at the moment. I can't see any other player that I'd want more in in that Man City team. Okay, so then... um, And you might take, like, a David Silva, maybe? Yeah, so if you're going for... um, if you're going for two midfield options, I look at Man City and I really think that there's some potential, especially if you're free hitting, like there's some potential for some weird differentials here. David Silver is a guy that, because of his age, like I have him in my team, I think he's one of the best players on that team in terms of um, assist potential and goal potential besides the likes of Sterling. But... I'd say guys like him, uh, guys like Mares could also be an option because I'm almost sure of it that Mares will get some time in one of these games at least. Mm. I don't know if I'd say any of them are a certainty. I think a second midfielder is probably where I'd go rather than a defender. But that said, Fulham and Cardiff, mm. they're, they're not bad fixtures at all. Okay, so my beef is with Aguero. So I have Aguero in my team. I'm not... Uh, I'm not free hitting or wild carding into 32. I already had Aguero. Yeah. Uh, originally, the plan was to get Lukaku in for Aguero for 32. But now there's no need, obviously. This was pre uh, Man City having the double. Do you think Aguero will start both games? No. And why? Okay. Um, what is your reasoning? Because I just don't think he needs. Well, I guess it depends. I guess it depends. What's the first game? Fulham. Yeah. So yes, if they if they lose or draw against Fulham, then yes, I would expect Aguero to start against Cardiff. Yeah. But if they win, 
against Fulham, I would expect Jesus to start against Cardiff and then Aguero to maybe come on or vice versa. Like Jesus to start against Fulham and then if they're losing, then Aguero to come on. Um, yeah, so I think the key thing with this in particular is that Man City, although uh, so there's sort of two ways of looking at this. One is they're in all of the competitions. Uh, they're still in the Champions League. They're still in the FA Cup. They're going to need to rotate. The last thing they want is for Aguero to pick up an injury. So you could think, oh, yeah, rotation is a, is a must. But then at the same time, the fact that they can't afford to lose these games. Yeah. And I don't think Pep's going to be worried about losing to Cardiff or, or Fulham. But at the same time, they really want to win this title. And they're actually, unlike last season, they're in a straight fight for the title with mm. Liverpool. So... But then I that... guess we have to look at the FA Cup game where yeah. Jesus started and whoever else started and then Pep they were had to down. bring in Aguero <laughs> yeah. and Sterling to get the shit done. Yeah, and I absolutely. Think that's what we can expect from this. So I think if you have Aguero, definitely keep him. Yeah. Um, well, what about that... captaincy? Do you think that do you uh, think that he is the one or do you think Sterling is the one? Or I'm do you captain, think I'm someone on Sterling. Yeah. And I'm happy to captain Sterling because I think he's likely to get at least three points across the two games. <laughs> I, I do think he'll play both games. Like, I think Sterling this season, both for England and for Man City, he just looks to be the most key player. Like, he... I mean, I think he's always been quite professional in his time at Man City, but he seems to have stepped up his game this year. Um and I don't think Pep ever wants to drop him. Like we've seen, we've seen him miss maybe one or two games, but even in this busy period, like the fact that he's like 24 as well helps because 24 year olds are less likely to get injured than a, a 30 year old. But like, um, I, I do think he is the guy to look at, not only because he gets more minutes in general, but like the fact that he gets five points for scoring a goal, that is massive to me. Yeah. And that is the reason I went for him on the week. He scored a hat trick against, um, Watford and I kind of feel like that's the way I'll play for the majority of the season now certainly he's a player that I'll, I'll be keeping all the way to the end how how do you feel about their defense I mean it is Fulham and Cardiff so if you're free hitting it could be worth having one of Edison or, or Laporte yeah I think if you're on a free hit why not because hmm. you have money as well that's the thing yeah with the the free hit because you yeah. and also because you can only get three players from each team and yeah. in that respect, you will definitely have like you will have money to spend. Yeah, I, I guess the difference here is there are a lot of a lot of premium teams. Let's say in this this free hit sort of yeah, opportunity. But still, you're not going to have three Chelsea players, are you? Yeah, just because no, there I aren't think three crazy. Chelsea players to have. <laughs> like that's the problem. Well, let's talk about Chelsea then, because they're a team that only have one double game week. So. I kind only of feel have like... one double, but also don't blank. That's the key. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the missing teams in uh, game week 33, and we'll we'll sort of talk about, uh, you know, it's quite hard to remember these when you're just reading them out loud, but Man City, Man United, Wolves, Cardiff, Brighton, Fulham, Watford and Spurs all miss out next week. So that is something to consider if you're not free hitting, which makes the idea of bringing a Man City player in if you you already um you don't already have them or a Man United player or even a Spurs player. I don't really like Spurs for this week, but it makes that a harder move to make if you're not already set for week 33. So how do you feel about Chelsea? Like they have Brighton and I think Cardiff in this week. 
the Cardiff game is away from home, Brighton game is at home. Is there anyone that you would be looking at from this team either on a free hit or just in your, your normal situation? So, uh, so before 31, I built my team ready enough for 32 and then I am wildcarding into 33. And then, so in 33, I'll have a team that will have either 10 or 11 starting players. I think I can make it so I've got 10 starting, uh, sorry, 11 starting players. I'll have, my bench will just be players who don't play because yeah. I want them for 34 and for the rest of the season or whatever. Um, I will be buying Hazard for a minus four this game week oh no <laughs> no what has happened what's happened to you explain yourself um i think it's worth it so at the moment um the way i built my team i think i currently have eight double game week players hold on yeah. one two three four five six seven eight i have eight that i can field and gator as well yeah so i do think i'm gonna play my bench boost especially if so I use my free transfer. I'll use my free transfer to get rid of share. Yeah. And I'll probably get in because this is the thing. So whatever I do this week, it doesn't matter because I'm wildcarding afterwards. Yeah. Uh. So I'll just for share. I'll just get in someone who has two games who will definitely play. Like, I don't know, Willy Bolly probably. <laughs> um, like someone affordable who I can just slot in and will play twice. Kiko Semenya. I've been thinking about Kiko and also Cathcart. Yeah, boy. Uh, I've been doing a lot of thinking. <laughs> so that's that. So then that brings me up to nine. Yeah. The trick is get rid of Salah for a week. Yeah. Because you I'm on the no Salah train. You won't be able to... He's not going to rise in price. So if yeah. you have him now, you're not going to be able to not afford to get him back. That's the thing. They're playing Spurs this week, right? Yeah, Spurs at Anfield. So yeah, it's it's not the kind like looking at his performance in big games this season. He hasn't really. I don't think he's scored in any of them. I don't think he's scored in any. the only thing. Apart with this... from the Arsenal one, where they absolutely demolished Arsenal. Oh yes, at Anfield. of course. Never forget. Yeah. The only thing with this is that it is at home. Yeah, which they are very good at home. They are very good at Anfield, but you know this is a this is a tough one to call. Like I think Liverpool are usually solid at home but i can't see them scoring three or four goals mm. i mean it like, could happen like anything could happen yeah. but when i look at these games i always think that it's got to be tough for salah who hasn't really scored in the big games this season to come up against the pretty mean spurs defense where they play three at the back and get on the score sheet more than once like i, I just don't see it and i think in a double game week you mm. can take that risk yeah because for me for my very specific situation, I'm only losing him for one week. Yeah. And then as soon as we're in 32, he's back. Uh, sorry, as yeah. soon as we're in 33, I'm getting him back again. And it's very significant that you have a wild card because I think yes. that that is an issue. Like if you're taking him out for a minus four for one week and then going back to him without a wild card to like mess around with the rest of your team, mm. you you are then taken out of being able to do more transfers without more hits for the blank game week, which then has a knock-on effect. So in general, like, how do you feel about taking minus fours and minus eights for this week? Like, I, I'm kind of of the opinion that it makes a lot of sense for for players 
from teams like Man City. But yeah, I I kind of, the more I look at it, the more I think these fixtures are going to blow up in everyone's faces. Chelsea are going to lose both of their games. Man United are going to lose both of them. Yeah. Willy Bolly's going to score a hat-trick. As long as whoever you're taking a minus four for is kind of like guaranteed to play to start both games, yeah. I think it's fine. That's the, I wouldn't take a minus four for Aguero. Yeah. Because... Oh, really? If he... I wouldn't. Because if he starts one, doesn't do anything, and then doesn't start the other one, then you've lost out. Yeah. Well, that's Whereas, why I don't want to captain him, just because yeah. I think that it's actually quite plausible that in this sort of game against Fulham... Aguero somehow just fails to score like yeah. it's it's happened before there's also been games where he scored you know five goals like I remember mm. last season against Leicester that absolutely destroyed me but I don't know Fulham they looked quite resilient against Liverpool so although they are terrible on paper and they should be losing this game quite by quite a big margin imagine that the first game of the weekend and it's Aguero blanking and getting a yellow card like that would just be yeah that'd be horrifying um, yeah, so other teams that have double game weeks, Man United, uh, they face Watford and Wolves. How do you feel about Man United in general? Do you feel like they have a good chance in these games? Do you feel like they are a team we should be looking at? Or should we look the other way with Wolves? I'm a little bit disappointed with Man United at the moment. I was very hype. I was riding that hype train. Well, we sent them into oblivion, didn't we, by beating them 2-0 at, at the Emirates? They don't I know mean... what to do with themselves now. I guess Lukaku's that's lost it. all confidence. I guess that's exactly what's happened. Uh, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> that's it. So, I think. So, it, I think you keep whoever you have. I don't yeah. think you get. You don't get rid. Uh, what about bringing someone in on a free hit? Would you have them Man United yes. players in your team? On a free hit, yes, but not. Uh, not if I wasn't yeah. free hitting, I wouldn't panic about bringing them in especially because then you lose out in 33 when they don't so play. yeah the good th- the good thing is like if you're making one or two transfers this week and you have you can field a full team in blank uh blank week 33 they do have a second double game week but unfortunately their second fixture in the the next double game week is against man city and it is yeah. at old trafford but that is something i think is quite important to look at like a lot of these teams that have two double game weeks game week 35 does not really look amazing for most of the teams. Oh, do you want to know what I'm going to do? I do. Tell me. <laughs> as soon as I wildcard, so straight into 33. Yeah. Aguero out, obviously, because he doesn't play in 33. Yeah. Aubameyang in. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm doing. the Arsenal game week 35 double, that's it. That's it's where the I'm best at. one, isn't it? That's all I, I came for. That Arsenal and Southampton. I'm going to have a vice... And also Watford. Arsenal, Southampton and Watford. I'm going to have three of each in my team. That's going to be my team yeah. come 35. Well, this is... You're literally talking about my team right now. <laughs> like, this is... Uh, so, you know, if, if you listen to the last the last pod we did, you'll know that I was wildcarding in game week 30. Um, so which that was I could, insane. Which, so, I took a gamble that game week 32 would be a double game week. The only one that didn't pop up in game week 32 was Southampton's double uh, double week. So I brought in... Uh, I already had Robertson, but I brought in Van Dijk. I've got three Man City players. Um, I've got three Southampton players. 
I've got, well, now I've got three Crystal Palace players, but I brought one of those in this week. What are you going to do for 33? Well, I have enough players. So this is why Southampton and Palace were two of the teams that I stocked up on, because Mm. they both play in game week 33. And you can so, field 11 in 33 yeah, with I can like field one 11. transfer. Yeah, so like I'll bring Aubameyang in and that's it. I can field 11. So the mm. thing that I'm looking at is like I can't free hit this week because I've used it, but I don't really care because I can bench boost this week. And I look at week 35 yeah. and I just think those fixtures, like the second fixtures that lots of teams have, they're not good. Like I don't really want Spurs, uh, Spurs against Brighton is okay, I guess, but their first one is against Man City away. Mm. So <laughs> it's kind of like they've got one fixture there unless they do something amazing. And I think Spurs are quite tired at the moment. Watford have Southampton, and yeah, I have three players from one of those, two players from another. Um, Wolves and Arsenal, I think that could be a tough game for Arsenal, but I, I definitely don't bet against Arsenal players scoring. And... Uh, yeah, Man City, the the other team with Man United. Like, I look at these and I don't think any of those are really amazing besides maybe the Arsenal one because they play a home game against Palace. And um, I guess you could make the argument that Man United away to Everton is, is an okay fixture. Sorry, do Wolves have a double in 35 also? Yeah, yeah, they play Brighton for the first one. Both at home. Yeah, you're right. Both both home fixtures. So the one against Brighton is interesting, though, because, like, one of the things that Wolves do so well is they counter-attack. They play really well against big teams. We've seen that numerous times this season. Brighton away from home at Wolves are obviously not going to throw bodies forward and let themselves be countered. So I don't know if that's an amazing fixture. Mm. But the Arsenal one is probably more suited to them because they are generally more suited to playing bigger teams. Yeah. But yeah, I, I look at this and I just think these fixtures in this game, the only one I'm gutted about is I have two goalkeepers who have a double game week in this week. So mm-hmm. I have Ben Foster and um, Angus Gunn. Yeah. And I'm gutted because I really needed Angus yeah. Gunn to have the double game week this week because mm-hmm. it means I'll use my bench boost and I won't get the benefit of two two goalkeepers um, Sorry, yeah. I'll use my bench boost in 32, meaning I won't get the benefit here. Yeah. But that means I'll just end up signing a different goalkeeper at some point. So, yeah, I look at this and I just think the fixtures, they're a little bit harder to predict. There are, you know, some, there are doubles, which is always nice, but it's it doesn't look quite like the, the one where you're going to get a massive score from your bench. Yeah. I could be wrong. We never know what's going to happen, but that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. So, yeah. I am doing the same as you, Aubameyang in for Aguero after this week. And that will leave me with a front line of Aubameyang and Lacazette. And uh, Zaha is my other forward. So, yeah, it's interesting. I think out of the other double game week teams, I mean, how do you feel about Wolves at the moment? Are you are you liking them? Do you think... I mean, the big thing about Wolves is they haven't kept a clean sheet in like a million years. Yes, it is quite annoying. I do still have Patricio. Uh, he's obviously out on the wild card, but with the double, it wasn't worth getting rid. Um, I can't wait until he's out of my life, to be honest. Yeah, he, he's been the worst mm. possible defender because because he doesn't get assist points or goal points, which Doherty seems attracted to at all times, uh, although he hasn't even been that good recently. So I I yeah. look at them and I... I feel like Jimenez is the only one that I'd be still wanting. And unfortunately, I got rid of him 
because I wanted to, on my wildcard, I had to, in mm. order to have a player who plays in blank game week 33 as well. It was kind of a trade-off I had to make. I had to be like, okay, I can go Zaha or I can go like, um, as, well, I was guessing as well. Watford. Because obviously I didn't know whether Palace or, yeah. um, or Watford would go through, but I thought Watford would. I, yeah, I really like Palace. I think they have one of the best double game weeks you know they have Huddersfield and Spurs maybe that's slightly overhyping them but Spurs away from home their away form has been really good and Spurs as I said earlier they look to be tiring um, is that not the that's the first game at the new stadium oh is it really mm. yeah okay it's the first like senior Ooh, game okay so maybe that's something to consider in a free hit context are you looking at Palace players does anyone take your fancy? I mean, the the hardest field at home, it looks like a banker of a clean sheet. And I know West Ham will contest that, but I'm fairly on board with the idea that West Ham cannot defend now, despite defending them myself for a large part of this season. Yeah. I think I've seen seen all I needed to see. <laughs> so how do you feel about Palace? Is there anyone who stands out? I mean, I'm looking at Milivojevic. He, uh, he was the, the player I brought in this week. Yeah, um, I don't know, not particularly. But the thing is, they're cheap, and so you're going to use them to flesh out your team anyway. Because if you're free-hitting, I've been thinking about this, if you're free-hitting, is there any reason not to just get all double game week players? Oh, yeah, totally. Like, unless unless there's a fixture here that you look at that you think, oh, my God, there's got to be goals galore in that. You probably just go for doubles because Liverpool play Spurs as well. And that is a massive consideration. Like the fact that Man United, Man City, Chelsea and Spurs all have double game week. It Mm. makes them all more appealing just purely on that basis. Yeah. But also I think, so there's that. So if you're free hitting, then it's kind of like, Mm. well, maybe. But also if you're not, you shouldn't discount the single game week players. So, like, obvious... So, in my team currently, say I wasn't going to play my bench boost. Yeah. I'm still going to play Ward-Prowse. Yeah. Because I still think that he can get anything against Brighton, even though Brighton are at home. Yeah, that's a good fixture. And I think Southampton, we've spoken about them a lot in this podcast, and I think they have really, really improved under Hasenhutl, and they're finally starting to get the results that they deserve. So... That that does look like a good fixture for them, and I'm much the same. Like, I have three Southampton players, as mentioned, and yeah. they're all currently sitting on my bench alongside Andrew Robertson, and I want those <laughs> yeah. players to play this week. I can see Liverpool keeping a clean sheet against Spurs. I'm not saying it's a, a dead cert, but I'd much mm. rather do that than just hold my bench boost so that I can have two double game week goalkeepers in 35. I'd rather yeah. just pick one, like... I think this is the week where the fixtures look good for all of my players. And like Arsenal having Newcastle at home as well. I have Lacazette, who's a, a single game week player. I'm thinking of moving Lanzini out. He's playing Everton at home. This would be from minus four. And I'd look at maybe getting someone like um, maybe a midfielder from Watford. Maybe it would probably be Watford, to be honest. I don't really like the look of anyone from any of the other teams i could look at mkhitaryan with him having a later double game week but yeah Mm. i kind of want someone for for this week and i think i could get away with then having 11 next week just with a minus four or something 
So how, how do you feel about the idea of like taking a minus four to bring in a player who doesn't play next week? Is that something you wouldn't do? Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Not even for like um, if it was a difference between you getting Sterling I mean, it's, it's in It's funny not. because even I still wouldn't do it even though I'm going to wildcard next week. Yeah. I still wouldn't do it just in case I don't wildcard. Yeah. Uh, which I'm going to do. I have decided that I am going to do that. <laughs> so, I have to. So you're like, just, I have to do you're, it. You're basically fighting your future self. Yeah, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem... It doesn't seem worth it. I, 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 I think it's I very know. hard. It it's very hard. Like, you have to look at how, how likely they are, are to start both games. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just said I would probably look at Watford player. Well, I have a problem there because Watford are in the next round of the FA Cup. And what did Javi Grazia do in the game against Man City? He played a second yeah. string side. So who am I looking at? Like, who is the player that I bring in? Is it De La Feu? Is it Ducore? I think Ducore is one of the few players, uh, Ducore and Capu, they're, they're two players that do seem to play every game. But Watford are sitting quite comfortable in in the league, and I, I think they have a good second string as well. So, do I look at then players who are guaranteed to play both games, or do I look at someone like Pereira who I think can make more of an impact? Um, did you see the the Palace Watford FA Cup game? By the way, uh, I saw some of it. I, I thought it was a. Cla- what do you think of of both teams in general? I don't remember. It was so long ago. Well. I thought that was a perfect example of something like I've said a number of times this season and just like Watford, you don't really, when you're watching them, you don't really see what they're good at. And then they have like a five, 10 minute spell where they just destroy. And they did that in this game where they scored like really, really early on in the game. I think Sterling's just scored. Oh, has he? What great yeah. guys. So bring him in, bring him in right now. If you don't have him, you're it's crazy. It's now 5-1, by the oh, way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. I didn't even know. That's <laughs> annoying. I hope Sterling got all the goals, but yeah. No, he didn't. It was that Kane got one and Barkley got another one. Oh, really? Barkley with a brace? I think it was Do we a, have to bring Barkley in? I think it was a Hudson-Odoi assist for the second Barkley one as well. Are Barkley and Hudson-Odoi free hit options? Would you, would you risk it? Surely Hudson-Odoi, Hudson-Odoi is isn't going to play. Yeah, but like, even if he doesn't, he's so cheap. And you, unless you want three Chelsea players... Oh, what is on? Oh, wow. What legend. What legend. Yeah... I would take a punt if I had a free hit for this week and that was my strategy. I mean, there is no You'd, scenario this would happen. Where would you put Hudson Adore? Just on your bench? Well, no, I, I'd play him. And if he doesn't play, then so be it. Yeah, but what if he comes on in the 80th minute? Well, he'll definitely score because he's Hudson Adore and he's king. Hmm. I don't know. I don't <laughs> well, that's it. what I believe. That's my belief. And you can't, you can't take that away from me. Uh, okay, so where were we? Watford, yeah, they, they basically did that thing of like... We score early on, then we fall apart for like 85 minutes. And then there was one moment, like Pereira was one of the worst players on the pitch. He didn't do anything in that game. And then he picks out this wonder through pass to Andre Gray, who's just come off the bench. And Andre Gray goes from being the worst finisher in the world, constantly spurning chances to like Cristiano Ronaldo. It was, it was a crazy moment, but it was so Watford and... That's why I find them so hard in the context of fantasy football to analyse mm. because they do not they do not play ninety minutes. They play ten minutes a game. And it depends. I, I, there was a game yeah. earlier in the season where I had Pereira and he hit the I think it was like um De La Feu hit the post. Oh yeah. And then, and then Pereira, Pereira hit, hit the post. The and post, you had De La Feu, yeah. I had Pereira, and we were both gutted. But like in in that moment I don't think they scored in that game. 
And in no. that moment, it's like that was the chance that Watford had to to do something like that. So I think they're always yeah. they're always a sort of risky punt. Or as you look at someone like Pogba, and although I think he's an unimaginative pick who pretty much everyone in the world owns, he is always going to be there or thereabouts with Man United goals. The question is whether Man United are dropping off form at the moment. Are there any uh, single yeah. game week guys you, you like the look of that you could carry through to game week 33? Um, it's annoying because I do like Ward Prowse. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't buy him this week, but I'd play him. He's a definite banker for the uh, game week 35, I think. He's a player yeah, I'd be sure. looking at. Um, if I didn't already have Redmond. Other than that, not, I guess only Arsenal players against Newcastle. Yeah. Would you favour them? I think them? that's... Would you favour them Sorry. over like a, a front, uh, you know, if you had like, um, you could have Lukaku and Aguero and Sterling or something on your free hit, would you still... It would depend, oh, on a free hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. no, I wouldn't. No. No, on, a, on like a free hit or whatever. Uh, no, I'd only be looking at double guys. Hmm. I think, um, I, yeah, I'd only be buying a single game week player yeah if i didn't want to take a hit next week to field an 11 yeah and i had a sp- like i had a free transfer or two free transfers this current game week how, how do you feel about like the idea of just not fielding a full 11 next week oh i don't mind it at all in fact this is a really great time to mention this uh the highest scorer in the Denialis Domestic last week um, was Sean... I can't remember what your surname was because it had lots of M's and A's in it. Mac Mathuna. Uh, 67 points. No chips. Fielded 10 players. Amazing. Well played. So there. So no. <laughs> no, I don't think you need to field 11. Yeah, that... That's kind of the the thing that I'm looking at. So, like, I have, I think I currently have 11 players that could play, but mm. I'm looking to transfer one of those out. That player being Lanzini, he plays Chelsea in game week 33. And I just look at this and I think, who are the teams that I look at here? And I think, oh, God, like, these are the guys you have to go for. Southampton play Liverpool. I think Southampton, as I mentioned, they're, they're much improved. Liverpool are much better in terms of their their quality they have on the pitch so i do expect liverpool to win this but i expect a number of two pointers from my southampton players then i look at bournemouth burnley bournemouth we spoke about a lot earlier in the season about them being a really good team to look at because they have a good run of fixtures despite the lack of double game weeks i must Mm. say i've softened on that a bit or hardened on that a bit which i don't know which one because I don't think they look that good. <laughs> I agree. And I do have Brooks and I'm going to keep him just yeah. because like, it's too awkward to get rid and he can just sit. Well, actually, I don't know. No, on the wild card, I think I might look to get rid of Brooks. Yeah. But currently, for now, and if I wasn't wild carding, um, sorry, Ward Prowse is just about to take a, a corner. He'll probably um, score from it because it's what he does. <laughs> he score from a corner. Yeah, totally. Uh, he didn't. Damn it. Nothing happened. <laughs> uh... What was I saying? Uh, you talked about Brooks. Yeah. If I wasn't wildcarding into 33, I think I probably would still just keep him around. Yeah. Because he's no harm. That's the thing. 
Oh, like, he's so cheap, Fraser, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Fraser a little less so now. But they are cheap players, like King and Wilson and Brooke and Fraser. That's who you're having, isn't it? And they are, like, they're not a particular, like, they're not particularly a hindrance to your team. Yeah. And who would you have instead? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's I've got Zaha at the moment and he's playing, well, that's that's the striker. That's instead of Wilson or King. Yeah. Uh, for midfield, I mean, I've got Redmond instead, who has a double game week mm. coming up. And uh, yeah, admittedly, he doesn't have a great fixture in week 33. But then I don't know if Burnley is a great fixture for Bournemouth. I mean, it could be. It could be. But I just, um, I haven't been that impressed with them in their, their recent performances. And um, I was amazed that Wilson and Brooks had absolutely nothing to do with any of the two goals that, that uh, Bournemouth scored against Newcastle. So, uh, yeah, I don't really know what to what to say about them overall. But when there are opportunities, or when there are double game week players for good teams and fairly reasonably priced ones, I just look at those and think you're probably better off going with with like a Palace player or something just for a bit. Um, yeah, Huddersfield play Leicester in that week as well. I mean, on paper, that looks good for Leicester, but Leicester don't have any double game weeks. So what, are you bringing in Vardy or are you... Yeah, I think Leicester's... Like, I'm done with Leicester yeah. now. I, I would like to season. have Tillemans at some point, but mm. I that's going to be like a random... The thing with Leicester is that their fixtures are good until... So they've got Palace away, Leicester at home. No, I'm reading the wrong one. Sorry. They have Bournemouth at home, Huddersfield away... Newcastle at home, West Ham away, and then thirty six hits, and they've got Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get Tillemans then. It's not worth the time. <laughs> like, there's not like the. It'd be space too short term, of... and and I don't think yeah. Leicester are. Uh, you know, we talked about short termism earlier in the season with. Uh, Hungman Son when he went on that amazing run, and I mm. just completely ignored him. But the difference is, Hungman Son is Hungman Son, and he plays for a much better team. Leicester, while they're playing Huddersfield, like I, I really like this new guy that Huddersfield have got, um, Jan Siva. And I think he is going to be, like he seems like the most motivated manager in the league to me right now. He desperately wants to keep that team up, even though it's almost mathematically impossible. Like he is clearly a fighter. And I think Leicester are going to find themselves in a tough game there. Uh, there. And I think also... Huddersfield, if there's one thing they can do kind of okay, it's actually defend and press. It's more that they don't score. So um, <laughs> the the one player I'd look at for Leicester there is a defender, which is ironic because I constantly complain about Leicester being awful defensively. Uh, Newcastle play Palace that week. Everton play Arsenal. So Arsenal are the team I'd be looking at. They're one of the the big ones in game week 33 that play that also have a double game week coming that we spoke about earlier is also quite a good double game week. The only problem is that it's away from home. It is away from home. I, I, it's so I obviously follow Arsenal a lot more than I follow other clubs as a fan. And I am trying to separate myself from my own bias and figure out what is actually like reliable a reliable opinion that I have formed versus me just being biased and thinking my own team is the absolute best ever. And I look at Arsenal's performance away to Spurs, and that was one where I really thought Arsenal showed that they are a team that can play away from home. And that is something that we've struggled with a lot this season. We obviously struggled even more with it last season. But in that game, 
we really should have won it. There were plenty of chances for us to score. Obviously, missed a penalty as well right in the last minute. That was an example to me that Arsenal can perform away from home and it isn't really... Uh, it isn't necessarily that they're just completely mentally incapable of doing it. But obviously you are taking a risk because if you look at the data, yes, their performance is away from home. They have scored a few goals. They haven't won as many games. So you're taking mm. a risk and Everton have also improved their home performances recently particularly in the big games. Like, they were really good against Liverpool, uh, although I think that one was actually at Anfield. They were really good against Chelsea at home. They beat them 2-0, although the first half, they could have been two or three down. So I just look at Arsenal, and I think they have... Uh, they're starting to show signs of what Emery is trying to do there. I think players like Mkhitaryan have looked really good. I think Iwobi's looked really good, although he isn't necessarily an assured starter. And I think Lacazette and Aubame- Aubameyang have been starting together quite a lot. So... I look at those guys and I just think they're probably some of the best attackers in the league. And considering they have a double game week and it's quite a decent one and they're fighting for something, like they really want to get this top four spot. They, compared to Chelsea, who don't have another double game week, they're definitely a team I'd be looking at in in game week 33. What are your thoughts? I'm just watching Henderson fight a man. Oh, really? Mm. I I thought Henderson was injured or something. Is he not? No, he came on... He came on for someone. Cool. Uh, but what are your thoughts on actually Arsenal <laughs> being good? Do, do you buy into it? Is there anyone... Yeah, obviously I told you I was going to get a Bamiyang as soon yeah. as 33 comes in. Yeah. I'm not hype on having more than one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of... I and feel also like there's a we bit are all still aware that they've kept about zero clean sheets all season oh yeah but we kept one against man united which i never would have predicted in a million years so actually leno if i if i was playing bench boost in game week 35 leno would be a player i absolutely want because he you know arsenal aren't the best defensively but that Mm -hmm. guy makes hella saves like he's constantly constantly making saves and because no one is defending well yeah but but i do think that the Arsenal's defence, while it is not perfect, maybe that's more of a personnel issue than really a, an organisational issue because we have seen, over the course of the season, gradual small signs of improvement. And now it kind of reminds me of how Man United were when they first, uh, when Solskjaer first came in. And the difference was immediately apparent when they played Spurs. Mm. They won 1-0. And the difference was not that they were actually better, but that they put their bodies on the line when they were defending. And I think Koscielny has just been fantastic in uh, in recent games. He's actually a player that, if he wasn't so expensive, I'd probably be looking to bring in because I think he's someone who has set-piece threat and that is exciting to me. But yeah, probably a bit a bit late in the day for that. Um, yeah, cool. So that's kind of my, my general feeling on, on like Game Week 33. Should we have a quick cursory look at game week 35 and sort of think about any of these teams that any of the teams that you should be sort of stacking up on now if you're planning Dan, you ahead. know who you've who you've missed out who have i missed out you've missed out brighton in game week 34 oh god i have i forgot there's another double game week okay 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 rewind i am so hyped for this so in 34 <laughs> cardiff have a double but it's burnley and brighton both away um so if you wanted a cheap midfielder, Patterson, 
man. Your man person. But they they do both have double game weeks in 35 as well, don't they? I think. No. Wait, no. Uh, Brighton do. Don't. Brighton, Brighton do, but, do, but Cardiff, but Cardiff don't. don't. So maybe, um, maybe ignore Cardiff. Maybe. Yeah, I would. Yeah. But Brighton in 34, Bournemouth at home and Cardiff at home and Brighton are fighting to not be relegated yeah well they need to make sure that they don't get relegated yeah and they do love they do love a little home game don't they and they have I'm neither so <laughs> neither in game with 35 but i'm gonna have at least two players two brighton players for the for 34 and i will captain one of them oh really yes okay it might be lewis dunk i might captain lewis dunk you know i'm actually looking at the fixtures in that week and spurs have huddersfield Man United have West Ham. Other than that, I don't really love Man City against Crystal Palace and Liverpool play Chelsea. So that's actually not a terrible shout. Uh, sorry, who, you. You, who are you looking for? Um, you, you, what positions are you going for for Brighton? Uh, it's awkward with Glenn Murray, isn't it? Because actually he's not supposed to be playing. Um, and when he played the other week, it was only because... Andone got injured. Yeah, in the warm-up. Yeah. So I don't love Glenn Murray. I don't think I think he is a player who's being phased out. I think it's late in the season. I think he's an old man. <laughs> like he is I, I can understand uh, and I guess he doesn't, you know, he doesn't run around loads when he plays, but mm. he is a player that I'd be a little bit worried about in terms of playing both games whereas the likes of Matt Ryan, the likes of Lewis Dunk, yeah. uh maybe even Pascal Gross. I, I think he, I think he's the one that I'm looking at potentially moving in in game week 34. Yeah, uh, yeah, gross. I, does Prapper still play? The, I don't that's think the problem so. with the with the Brighton team is that it changes yeah. so often. Like, there's only about three of them who you can guarantee are going to be in every week. Yeah, because Knockart looked amazing earlier in the season, didn't he? And we were all talking about getting him in, and then he scored. I did get him in. He scored. I had him oh, for like yeah. three weeks. He didn't play. But he he scored a goal against Spurs. Like one of the weeks we were you know, bigging him up and being like, oh, yeah, I've got to bring him in soon. Mm. And then after that, he was just dropped from the team for ages. So I, I get what you're saying. Like, with Brighton, it is outside of that central defensive pairing and um, Matt Ryan in goal. Like, it's, re- it's really quite hard to know where to look. Mm. So, I, I don't know. Gross, for me, is the one. Because, because, purely because, I think he's their best creative player and I do not bank on them keeping clean sheets in either of these games. Like, I've That's not so been impressed rude. with them defensively. I, I know they're a defensive team, but I've been let down too many times this season by Matt Ryan, and maybe I'm projecting my own frustrations with him into my analysis, but uh, unless I was bringing, like, Ryan in to play a... You know what? It's two double game weeks, so it's so tempting. Oh, why have you done this to me? I don't know. I just feel like Pascal Gross, I feel like there's more of an opportunity of him getting a goal or assist in one of these games than there is a, a clean sheet. I'm going to bring Knockout in. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you heard why it not? here first. So why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, you've got to have a little fun with these He's things. He's only 5.2. That's the thing with Knockout. Um, Gross actually has a hamstring injury. Well, I hope he's recovered by <laughs> game week 34 then. Gross is also extremely expensive. He's 6.7. That's fine. Like, I got rid of Salah. 
I got loads oh, okay. of money. I, I kind of think I won't bring him back this season. Like at this okay. at this point, I just I've got my team in a in a state where to get Salah back, I'll have to take a minus four, and I kind of mm. like just not having him now because he's not really in form, and I just want to rack up the differentials and the double game week guys and and have a good time. And this also allows me to have Aubameyang and Lacazette, which is something that I did last season. And at the end of last season, I, like I had a pretty terrible season overall, but at the end of last season, I was freaking flying, man. And those guys killed it for me. I think I got, I think it was double game week 37. I got like 13 points from each of them or something. It was, it was excellent. Mm. Excellent. So yeah, uh, that's, that's my thoughts on, on those guys. Cardiff, I mean, is Etheridge maybe the only, the only one you'd look yeah. at? Yeah. He is he is good value, yeah. and I think if you're bench boosting in in game week 35, he is a player that will rack up a lot of saves because he only play. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, because he's playing Liverpool, and yeah, that's a good game. But yeah, like you say, only one game. Game week 35 in general, Spurs and Brighton, they both have double game weeks. That's nice. Watford and Southampton. Wolves and Arsenal, Man United and Man City. Are there any of these that you'd start building for now? Or are there any that you think that you, you should really be looking at building for now? Or do you think just play it by ear? As discussed for the third time, <laughs> uh, obviously build for us to have yeah. an Arsenal player in here uh, ready for... Sorry, Ross Barkley is such a weird looking man. Um... So do that. Get your Arsenal boys in in time. Yeah. Um, Start doing it right I, away, I say. The thing with, like, if where else, where we, else we've discussed you're going to go with Southampton and Watford, mm. they're not tricky players to get in because they're all quite priced fairly nicely. It's not like you can't just make, like, get rid of whatever five million midfielder you have at the moment and slot a new one in. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. So I don't think there actually needs to be too much planning involved in Game of 35 unless you're going to use your bench boost in 35. Yeah, I mean, the the planning element is just... Uh, and this is kind of something I was looking at the other day, thinking about how many people obviously are going for free hit in Game of 32. Um, one of the things I found interesting is that Higuain found himself in a lot of teams and he's an example of a player that if you're building towards game week 33 and Higuain was one of the players you brought in, hasn't really paid off. So mm. you have this situation where like building in advance can kind of screw you over a little bit if you if you go for players who turn out to be a little bit shoddy. Um, yeah. So that is always something to be wary of. And especially if every transfer you think of it as essentially it's it's potentially four points. You know, like if you have to make a second transfer, you're losing four points. If you make, make a third, you're losing another four points. So it's good to, it's probably good to start looking at, like you say, those Arsenal guys first. And the Watfords and the Southamptons of this world, well, Watford don't play in game week 33. So probably ignore them for that one but that double game week for them Huddersfield and Southampton oh it looks so yummy I just don't know what the player which player it is I'm bringing in for that because I already have Kiko and Foster and they're great guys but I need one more I need an attacker of some sort um 
yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of our general thoughts on on game week thirty two to thirty five. Are, are there any sort of traps you feel we should be looking out for on that? Because I'm I'm looking at guys like Higuain and I'm thinking Spurs are a potential trap here. I have not been impressed, and again, maybe this is just my Arsenal bias coming out, but I've not been impressed by their recent performances. They've lost a lot of games, and Heung-Min Son has basically fallen off the face of the earth, I think probably because he's played a lot of football this season. Uh, Harry Kane scored for England tonight, but at 12.5, like that is Salah money. Would you maybe consider a guy like him over someone like Lukaku? I don't think I've had a Spurs player all year. Yeah. It's been a good season to not have Spurs players, to be honest. The only one who has been bordering on essential at any point has With been Son. Son over Christmas. Yes, yeah, exactly. And that was mm. a spell of, what, maybe two two months or so. And in yeah. that time, he was really explosive. And I think him and Pogba are two things I can point to this season that have have let me down my reticence to go in that direction. But considering both teams, like both teams, uh, Spurs and Man United, both play Man City in game week 35, hmm. unless you really back them to get a result in those games or, or score some goals in those games. And considering the way that City are playing, I know they're playing a lot of football, so that is maybe something to factor into your thinking. But I just don't, I don't love it. I don't love it. And Spurs are obviously blanking in game 33, so you don't have a, a fixture this week to use them in. I guess you could say, like, if you're if you're doing what you're doing, you're going for the wild card in week 34. Spurs do play Huddersfield at home. I'm wild carding into 33. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you are 33. It's everyone else who's doing 34. All the other free hit 32ers. I don't like them. I don't like them. I mean... That's all I can really say about that. Who do they have to the... I hadn't even considered Spurs, to be yeah. quite honest. Do you think there's any argument, though, for, for Kane, like, at his price? Because I think Son is out of the question now, right? Yeah, like, I literally hadn't even put any thought into yeah. it. Well, what, what are your feelings when I say Spurs? <laughs> I've none. I've nothing. <laughs> Disinterest. Indifference. Does it spark joy? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Shall we move on? And do a little uh do a little clean sheet cup. I feel like we've done a preview. Yeah. So uh, let's let's clean sheet cup. We've talked about who we want to captain as well, yeah. really, haven't we? Yeah, should we just do that for this week just to, to make sure? Um yeah, and also make this hopefully a, a slightly cleaner edit. Yeah. So game week thirty two. What have we got? We got a whole number of fixtures. I mean it's yeah, we spoke about this earlier. We're both going for Sterling, right? I mean that that seems the obvious option on paper. It's yeah. not one that I even question at this point. I The only other player I'd look at would be... Uh, f- who I have in my team would be Lacazette, and he's only playing one game, so... Okay, because I think Lukaku and Pogba aren't bad shouts. Yeah, so Man United at home against Watford and then away against Wolves. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one, because I think that Watford game could could be a, a potential banana skin. I think we've already seen that the Wolves one could be a potential banana skin for them because they lost to them in the FA Cup quite... Well, yeah. it was quite comfortable for Wolves in the end. The Watford one, I don't really know because they could be on their holidays. They are a team that are playing for the FA Cup now, but they are doing well in the league and there is there is still something there for them. 
Mm. Um, how do you feel about about Solskjaer's United at the moment? Do you feel like they're on a little bit of a dip? Is that in... didn't we talk about this? Already? Yeah, but I didn't really ask you. Like I just kind of spouted oh. my opinion. So like, do you uh... feel like there's this is just a narrative? Do you feel like they're actually slipping? Uh, slipping in their performances or do you think this is just a, a temporary sort of blip on the the radar um i don't I, it feels more like a blip than anything yeah. else i feel like it's been too good to suddenly just be terrible oh yeah and one of the things oh, one of the key things is as soon as jose left and social came in they started working a lot harder so it is arguable that they do they are experienced a bit experiencing a bit of fatigue uh, they've mm. also had a lot of injuries. So there are yeah. a couple of things to factor in there. They obviously haven't turned awful overnight. Um, but yeah, it, it does look like a temporary blip. And we did say all along that there was going to be a point where Solskjaer's metal was tested, so to speak, because mm. they're in the Champions League. They got through that just about by the skin of their teeth. And yeah, they were going to have a tough period where they lose some games. Now they've lost some games. They could come back stronger than ever. And they've... Uh, I know a lot of their players have been playing in the international break, but hopefully it's been a bit more low-key, like Pogba playing against, what, Moldova the other day? Hopefully that was a bit more chill for him. So, yeah, they are they are, they are are okay sort of differential shouts, I'd say, because I don't think many people are going to be going for them. I actually really like the idea of Lukaku if you're free-hitting. But that would obviously be a, a big risk considering how explosive Sterling could potentially be and the fact that... Both of these fixtures for Man City are amazing. Um, Chelsea, do you have any any sort of um, any temptation to look at a guy like Eden Hazard? Is he too much of a an FPL troll to really consider, or does the two fixtures lend him a little bit more credence as a captain? I don't know if that sentence even makes sense, but <laughs> I don't think he's a terrible. I don't think it's a terrible idea, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, um, so, like, that's the thing, right? Like, is he a good differential? Is he a, is he reliable at all? I mean, it is Cardiff and, and Brighton, so you would think they'll win at least one of these games. But how bad are Chelsea? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Now, how have you felt, like, watching their games recently? Do you think they've been good or bad? Um, I haven't really been paying attention, obviously. Uh, but I assume they haven't been particularly good. I, I would say so. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. like they, The issue I have with them is they don't seem to create a lot of chances and they are over-reliant on Hazard, which kind of means it's quite easy to defend against Chelsea if their only threat is one man. Yeah. And that seems to be a problem for me. But, of course... Cardiff have a lesser quality of player and a big factor in this could be that they are missing their main man uh Sol Bamba for the rest of the season a significant loss because he's been absolutely brilliant this season for them and also been brilliant in terms of actually winning them games on on the odd occasion so Mm. considering it's not a good week for Cardiff I mean they they have a double game week but they're playing Chelsea and Man City like not ideal not ideal at all no. All right. Clean Sheet Cup. So last week it was an interesting time to play Clean Sheet Cup because there was only one clean sheet and it came from pretty much the team that if we'd repeated last week's podcast a million times, I never once would have said 
this team to keep a clean sheet. And that was Everton, of course, against Chelsea. The only clean sheet of the week. So we both failed. I think I said nil-nil in Bournemouth-Newcastle. You did. And that finished 2-2. So, I mean, I got the, the goal difference, right? At least. Well, yeah, at least. <laughs> and uh, I did, really quite annoyingly, I did put... um. I put a massive accumulator on that weekend and I got all of Saturday's results right, but I got royally pissed with my family and I was so convinced that I hadn't got the results right that I didn't even check the app. And then I checked back a day later when I'd got like all of the results on Sunday wrong and I could have cashed out for like 600 quid and I didn't and I felt like a right dumbass. So yeah. that sucked. But uh, yeah, who who do you like this week? I mean... So we're going to do two this week? Two each this week? I guess we can, yeah. We'll have we'll have one from the first crop of fixtures and one from the doubles. That makes sense. That's what we did last week. So season. let's do ABBA. Let's do ABBA. You go first. Okay. <laughs> okay uh, I'm going to have... The anticipation is killing me. I'm going to have Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, I like it. Playing Huddersfield. Mm. The <laughs> new um with their new goal scoring form. Newfound goal scoring form. It's the third time in four weeks that I've gone not oh my god, no it's not. It's the fourth time in five weeks that I've gone for a team. Playing, playing... Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that West Ham game, absolutely mental. And and I kind of feel like I I decided not to bring in more than one West Ham defender because I was like, I mm. know something's going to be messed up in this game. Yeah. And now I'm like, it's another thing where you just look back and you think, there was a good logic to me just not getting any of them. But for some yeah. reason, I still went for Declan Rice like an idiot. Um, I'm going to say Man City against Fulham. I just think this is going to be a game of Fulham literally parked on the edge of their box for the entire 90 minutes and they're going to have no chances so that's and even if they do ryan barber will miss it because the only way he doesn't miss it is if allison kicks it against him and he just has to walk it in uh my second game so looking from the games past tuesday i'm going to say can i say man city again am i allowed to do that yeah yeah well i'm not gonna i'm gonna mix it up and say Watford against Fulham because my man Kiko Femenya he's going to do it I'm done with the whole like not going to jinx it thing it's stupid it doesn't make sense they still lose their clean sheets whether I jinx them or not yep so you're going both against Fulham both against Fulham yeah so I'm doing your your routine but against Fulham rather than Huddersfield Mm, okay then I'm going to say I'll go for Man City then all right. Why your man Patterson's going to pop up with a goal to break your heart. Oh, uh, I don't mind. <laughs> You'd be quite supportive, I imagine. Yeah, I don't have him anymore, but I don't mind. Yeah, who was that? I, I feel yeah, that was that was kind of my feeling with McNeil. I was like, ah, oh, it's my guy. I know I didn't believe in you enough to actually put you in my team, but I, I did feel some kind of like warmth inside when I saw him get the equaliser against Leicester. I think it was more just because I hate Pereira as well, and I hate Pereira getting clean sheets. But it is what it is. Cool. 
So I guess we're we're going to wrap this up, wrap this here podcast up. Don't forget, you can rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It'd be much appreciated if you enjoyed it, of course. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at The Denalysis, and you can email us at hello at thedenalysis.com. Uh, so good luck, everyone, whatever you're doing in Game Week 32. I hope you get all of the points that you so thoroughly deserve for listening to this podcast and being the great people that you are. Um, yeah, we'll speak to you next week. I think we'll be back after... Oh, when when are we recording again? Are we doing it like mid Game Week 32 or are we doing... Oh, God. Uh, this, I, I feel like we should just do it again next weekend and just keep it consistent. Yeah, we'll just do it normal time. Yeah, so we'll do it like in the midst of Game Week 32 and kind of give you our takes on everything that's happening right in the moment. It'll be it'll be amazing. It'll be like a live podcast, but not live. Right. Hold on. What? Blank Game Week 33 starts on Friday. Are you kidding me? That is oh. ridiculous. They do not Who care about this? our podcast schedules. Eight o'clock on Friday and then three, three o'clocks and then at five past two on Sunday, and then at eight o'clock on Monday. Sorry, but you did not just spread out six fixtures across four days. They're, That's They're insane. just doing Christmas again. They're doing it all over again. That's actually In the middle ridiculous. of the year. I, I hate this. Who's, who is in charge of this nonsense? Uh, it's television, isn't it? This does drive me crazy, though, because it's like they don't want us to podcast, Natalie. It's like they don't want us to have jobs and, and podcast as well and do things in our free time. It's ridiculous but i'm sure it'll be fun especially if we get all the points or it'll be agonizing if all of our players don't play and you know the the usual Mm. fpl stuff uh but Mm -hmm. as i said best of luck to everyone for game week 32 and for the rest of the weeks in the season we'll be back next week ciao for now bye